everybody. This is Dr. Gina Nelson, and this is our third episode of uh, Real OBGYN, because that's what I am. This episode is about how to go to work during quarantine. Now, those things would seem to be mutually exclusive, but there are some of us who, who do need to go to work. Um, a lot of uh, first responders need to go, but also essential workers like law enforcement, utilities workers, and medical workers of all kinds. Um, also, grocery workers, people who um, help us keep uh, our pantries full and, and keep us uh, keep us eating, you know, not to mention utility workers and so forth. There are many others. I have some suggestions for all of you as I contemplate my return to the hospital this next Monday. We are going two weeks on, two weeks off to always have a pool of unaffected doctors. Um, so this last period I've been on kind of um, on the bench uh, and I'll go back onto the bench for two weeks this next week. So um, there's two things. You have to have an appropriate mindset when you go back to work and also you need to know about some practical tips. Number one, um, as far as mindset is concerned, um, you, when you think about quarantine at home or shelter in place, it really means you're trying to minimize contact with outs people outside of your household unit or your family unit or however you think of it. Um, the thing that a lot of people are not focusing on is that this standard for the whole entire unit needs to be high and uniform. Everyone needs to social distance, everyone needs to hand wash, everyone needs to sanitize at all the appropriate intervals. And if one person deviates from the algorithm, then all bets are off and everyone can be exposed. Um, and I know this level of stringency is sort of daunting, intimidating, but it's really important that you don't, that you know how not to break the system. Um, on the other hand, uh, executing this is not rocket science. None of the things that we are being asked to do are difficult um, or complicated or expensive. Um, the first question when you think about returning to work is how will you affect your household unit? Well, you'll be the one that affects it the most because you're the one going back and forth from the closed system potentially bringing in virus. So number one, should you be working? Here, I think it's wise to talk to your doctor and determine whether or not you fall into a special high-risk category. Um, and between the combination of your particular health situation, whether you're high-risk or immunocompromised, and your particular line of work, there needs to be a joint decision made as to whether or not it's appropriate for you to be working at this point. Um, you may not be in a, a necessary category or you may be too high risk or um, it, it, there may be enough of you there already. So, and there may be sick benefits for which you may qualify. Your local job office would be the resource there and have insight into that matter. So let's say you do have to work. Okay, that's fine. Um, Point one is, has your employer made arrangements for you to be safe at the workplace? If not, then that needs to be addressed in some manner, probably with your immediate supervisor initially. Um, here are my suggestions. 
and they're fairly involved. Um, before you go to work, make sure that you have your own variety of what we call personal protective equipment or PPE. Now, medical PPE is very specific. You know, we, for, um, you know, ordinary patient care, we have masks, and this is a dandy little homemade version that I have come up with. People are sewing them across the country, and these are not meant to shield against virus. They're meant to shield against droplets, and according to uh, most authorities at this point, it's the droplets that carry most of the virus. Um, rather than an aerosol. Um, for an aerosol, those of us who are in high-risk situations with high-risk patients use something like this, an N95 mask. And if you have any of these hiding in your woodshop, please, please, please excavate them carefully and give them to the medical frontline caregiver of your choice. And if you don't know who to give them to, just take them to your local emergency room. They will be exceedingly grateful since supplies are in very short supply. Good news on the horizon, we are um, collectively um, learning possible ways to sanitize and reuse these things. But for now, these things are precious. My precious. Okay, what does your PPE kit look like? Well, it looks kind of like a cleaning kit. I want you to have one or two masks, and I'm sure that you know someone who can make you some of these. Um, or you can make them yourself. There's uh, patterns all over the internet and you can use really relatively small scraps of fabric um, and elastic, but you don't have to have elastic. Elastic in our town is in very short supply, but you can use ribbon ties because most of the masks we use in surgery actually tie up here and then back here, no problem. They don't have to be elastic like this. Um, so one or two masks two small bottles of hand sanitizer, one to keep on your person, like in your pocket at work, and another for your car, a box of Kleenex. In lieu of touching your face, you can get a Kleenex and touch your face. Um, a box of disinfecting spray for the car, and this would be, you know, your dilute bleach solution mentioned in past episodes, along with a wiping rag, and a box to put it all in. So here's how this goes. Um, when you arrive at work, follow all protective recommendations and take additional ones if you see fit. Next, before you get into your car to return home, throw away any disposable masks or gloves or clothing or coverings that you are obliged to use at your job. And immediately after getting rid of these disposable things, wash your hands with soap and water. Uh, then, when you get to your car, Remove your work or town shoes and put them in a dirty box, just a cardboard box in the back of your car, and then use hand sanitizer after that. I know that seems redundant because only a few minutes ago you washed your hands with soap and water, but right now you took off your dirty shoes, put those in the box, and now you're going to sanitize really quickly. Then you'll drive home and resist the temptation to stop anywhere unless it's absolutely necessary. Now, if your household cannot afford a grocery delivery service, it should have a designated shopping person, and it makes some sense that it be the same person who has to go in and out of the home for work. This has to be a person who's gonna take all the recommendations really seriously and ex execute them accurately. So that makes sense. Now, um, when you arrive at home, before you get out of your car, take your rag and your sanitizing solution and wipe down 
um, the areas of the car which you have contacted. Um, take off your home shoes at the door, since no one should wear shoes in the house anyway, um, and then head straight to your laundry room. Take off your work clothes and your, bring your cleaning rag that you wiped the car down with and throw it in a load and run it. Hot water, as hot as your machine will go, and the usual laundry soap. And I know this isn't going to be a full load, that's okay, but this is a special case. So those things are going to get washed. You'll have time to also stick them in the dryer before you go back to work the next day. After you're through getting rid of the dirty things and turning them on to wash, wash your hands with soap and water. And I should add, spritz down the laundry equipment. Now, here you are standing in the laundry room without the clothes on that you had. So maybe next time, hang up a clean robe in the laundry room so that you can get to your room get clean clothes on and spend the rest of the evening home with your family without worry about bringing the pathogens home from work, the viruses home from work. So it sounds complicated, but each step along the way makes perfect sense. Um, those of us who do surgery uh, use something akin to this called sterile technique um, to get through the, surgically, uh, get through the surgery um, without contaminating the field. This is similar. Um, if you uh, review the notes that I will have installed on the website at drgenanelson.com uh, under the blog Real OBGYN, this will all be laid out for you. So uh, hail to the workers. All of you have to go out. I know you'd rather be home with your family during these trying times uh, and reducing your risk, but some of us need to go and that's okay. We have the ways um, and the knowledge that we need we need to all uh, shelter in place unless we absolutely need to go out. And when we need to go out, we need to do it correctly. We need to all work together to flatten this curve. Uh, and we need to all take to social media to um, encourage others to do the same and to debunk the garbage uh, information that's, that you'll see on the internet about how this is all some sort of conspiracy. Um, to be expected, I suppose, but um, your voice counts. So add your voice um, to the voice of reason and uh, the voice of science in this regard. Um, and herd immunity and vaccination and treatments will come. We just have to be patient and get through until that time. So until next episode, um, take care, be safe, and thanks for watching.